What do you do when going viral isn't enough? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today I have a really fun question. What happens when you get all the attention you're seeking for your business? When lots of people know about you, journalists are calling for your point of view, asking you questions, asking about your skill set. You have a client who has done exceptional and is in the spotlight in their own right, but your business doesn't change as a result. What do you do when going viral doesn't move the needle in your business? I think it actually happens more than we think. I think we imagine sometimes when people write a blog post or do a Facebook Live video or get on YouTube and their content gets thousands and thousands of page views, we immediately assume that they must be crushing it, that they're killing it, and that they're getting it done. And that was not true for me when it happened to me. I've had several articles that I've written over the years with over a million page views, and I can promise you they did not move the needle in my business. I've so been there. I learned a couple of tips along the way, so I totally think I can help with this listener question. So let's dive in and see what her story is. Hey, Heather, I offer motivational coaching to college athletes and aspiring professionals. Lately, I've been incredibly fortunate to have had some good press and attention. One of my clients did well during the Olympics and mentioned my name during a press interview. I've had journalists request for sound bites and newspapers local to my client have asked for interviews. Business-wise, nothing's come from it. No one's inquired about how they can work with me. I'm getting interest in what I do and what I know, but not in my business or how I can help. I really don't get it. Am I somehow being resistant to success? Am I blocked off from it somehow? I even wonder if the fact that I'm constantly photographed in athletic attire makes me seem unprofessional to people and they prefer sports psychologists with the fancy buildings and degrees after their name. I really do want to be an independent consultant. I want it so much. I get job offers all the time from college teams who want to hire me for their athletes, but I want my own name on what I do. Is this the boss mentality you've been speaking of? Am I just not acting like a boss? I worry here that I don't know what I don't know. Oh oh my goodness. Yes. Let's dive into this. I do think I can help. So first of all, I think it's amazing and particularly badass that you have a client that made it to the Olympics. I, I don't know if everyone's telling you that right now, but I am like Olympics obsessed. I watched so much of them this year. Now that I had DVR, I didn't have to miss anything. And then we just wrapped up the Paralympics too. My husband and I watched nearly every event. So the fact that you're behind one of the athletes' success just like personally inspires me. So congratulations on that success. And congratulations, too, on having a client who so sees your role in their success that they mention you in a press interview. That is an incredible testimony to who you are, what you do, how you serve, and the difference you make. And I think sometimes when we get a lot of attention, when people like us or they like our content and they share it all about, but they don't buy from us, we immediately create 
create a story that they must not really like us, or they like us enough to like consume our free content, but they're never actually going to pay for the good stuff that we hide behind memberships, private one-on-one offerings, intensives, and courses. I want to remind you that that's just a story we tell ourselves. That isn't true. It doesn't mean that just because people are reading your articles on Facebook or online or in the newspaper that they're not interested in getting to know you more. More often what ends up happening in these situations is people fall prey to the idea that if you build it, they will come. It happened to me. I never once thought I had to do anything other than show up, offer really good content, give solid advice, really show up for people in order to build my business. But what I learned, and I learned it the hard way, was that if you don't tell your audience where to go, how to find you, what you want them to do next, if you don't give the people who find you a clear path and a clear direction, they don't know. They absolutely don't know what to do next because the one thing that happens, and this happened to me, is when your articles go viral, when your content goes viral, when everyone's sharing it about, the other thing that happens isn't that people think that, you know, they don't want to work with you, they just want to learn from you for free. The other thing that happens is that they think you're too busy and you've now risen above them because the perception of people in the media is that they're super successful. And what they forget is the phrase five minutes of fame exists for a reason. That spotlight is bright and it casts a really big shadow. At some point in time, the light goes off and it's someone else's turn. And everybody, when it comes to media, has a really short memory. So when you have these opportunities, the first thing you want to think about is like in your own backyard, the content that you have total control over. I would ask that you do an inventory of your website. I would ask that there is a clear call to action that tells people what you want them to do and how you can help. If you're simply telling people, I help professional or aspiring professional athletes get to the next level, give me a call, you are not speaking specifically to a pain point, to a place of suffering, to a place that's going to motivate people to change, to open their wallets, or to contact you to learn more. So I'd really like you to do an inventory of all of the content that you're in control of. So any articles you've written, any speeches or presentations you've done, any interviews you've hosted where you've, you know, sort of offered an expert point of view on something, any blog posts, videos, social media content, I would really ask that you do an honest inventory and look at yourself at where you're at right now to really tune into where your business currently is in terms of its messaging. Because if you're not putting yourself out there, people may not know that you're currently open for business. A 
lot of times, like, you know, on these um, local news channels or the national news programs, when they get a consultant or an expert on one of the topics of the day, sometimes people just assume that that's their job, that they accept interviews and they get, you know, they answer questions when news is timely. Some people don't know that when you do these interviews, you're doing it to represent a business. So make sure that you have that clear. The next thing I want you to think about is when people get to know you, when they start to introduce themselves to you, when they want to learn more, when they engage with the things that you do, what do you do next? Because the next thing that happens after people have been in the spotlight is they often think that they're selfish or they're greedy if they go out and try to want more or ask for more or take advantage of the acclaim. So sometimes Sometimes my clients will tell them stories. Well, listen, it was really great that I got that interview. I landed that spot. I have a client right now who lives in Midwestern United States, and she just landed um, uh, a regular, um, like, uh, I guess it's like a lifestyle TV show on their local cable network. So she's not on one of the broadcast channels, but she's regularly a commentator on, you know, on this television show and she's listed on the show as a commentator for the show. So there's no way for the listeners to find her. So one of the things that I told her to do is to make sure that she's Googleable, that Anytime people look her up, that they're able to find her, find her website, and that there's an immediate way that's easy for a, re, uh, a viewer to find her on how to contact her and how to get to know her and how to follow up. Those are the types of things I would want to see if you're doing. Because my guess is, is that you feel as though it's not about you. It's about your athlete client or it's about the information you have. So my story here is that you haven't asked for the sale and you haven't asked people to follow you to learn more or a part B. And one of the things you could start to do is to think about a way that's natural that you can start to continue the conversation with people who find you. So if you do these interviews and you have like, you're able to give five tips, you can say in the interview, people can also find my blog in order to learn the next five. But in the interest of time, I'm offering you my favorites here or something like that to drive the people who are learning about you to a place that gives you control over getting to know them more. The next thing that I would think about is the people who have reached out to you for free advice. I'm making the assumption that that's what's happening because that's what happened to me, that they come out of the word work, they want your two cents, they want to learn about you, what you do, that you open up the door to the idea that you could work with them and help them on a deeper level. I would ask you, when was the last time you did that? So if someone says, oh, I've been stuck in this spot. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry, I had to clear my throat there. I've been stuck in this spot. I've been in second place so consistently, or I consistently cancel a single practice a week, or I get super shy when it comes to the press. I'm not sure what to do next. I would want to make sure that when you are giving that advice and you're giving the answer and you're helping people out of that tough spot, 
Now, one of the things you also do in response to that is to tell them, we can go into a deeper conversation about this if you're interested in working with me. For a lot of people, that can feel spammy or sleazy. It feels like you're um, a bottom feeder or you're taking advantage. But what I want you to think about is something that I learned the hard way, is that when you keep information to yourself that can release somebody else's suffering, you're being selfish. I got called on that over a little over a year ago by Jessica Lorimer when I first started working with her. And she said that to me because I was constantly answering people's questions online. I was constantly helping them out of their tough spots. And I was never putting the spotlight on myself. I was making that assumption that if I just offered a ton of value, if I helped people do that know, like, and trust thing, that they would want to get to know me more and then they would want to work with me. And the reality is, is that if you have a solution to someone suffering, you should be telling them so. It's selfish not to do that. And it's selfish to not tell them that you're available to do that. Why should they have to suffer more when you're sitting there with the answer? So that is an important mindset shift that you're likely going to have to make for yourself because you can have these quick conversations and then say, hey, this is the kind of stuff that I really dig deep in with people about it. The phone call usually can take a couple of hours to really get you set straight. And sometimes it requires follow-up. Obviously, I can't do that in a quickie advice call. So if you really want to dive deeper into this, if you want to figure out your stuck spots, I really encourage you to consider working with me. It's an open invitation or something like that, that feels very natural, very, um, you know, sort of authentic and genuine to who you are and how you move through the world. But also too, it's the boss move. And you asked about that in your letter. And the boss move is to say, hey, I'm open for business. Here's my shingle. Come on in. The next thing that I would want you to think about doing is how do you leverage your relationships? You must know a lot of people. You know the athletic coaches of all of the athletes that you've worked with. You know the um the trainers, the medical staff, the physical therapists, the rehab professionals. I'm sure you know a lot of people in this world that are connected to your industry that if they knew they could refer to you, they would be happy to. I am sure you've helped a lot of athletes out of a tough spot. I am sure you've made a difference in the lives of so many aspiring professional athletes. But if they don't know that you want to do this for other people, you're just not on their radar. It doesn't mean that they wouldn't recommend you. It doesn't mean that they don't think you're good enough. They just haven't thought to do it themselves. So to reach out to the people who you think are your, who are in sort of the vicinity and the web, of your ideal client because you can't work with every athlete. You can't be working with aspiring professional wrestlers, aspiring baseball professionals, basketballs, and players and gymnastics. It just doesn't work that way. So whoever is in your wheelhouse of the type of athletes you work with, I would consider letting them know that you're available. Or anybody who's reached out to hire you, you are welcome, welcome, welcome to say, hey, listen, I'm really not not looking to work for somebody else right now. I'm in the middle of building my own business. I would be happy to work with your athletes. Obviously, like I'll give you a referral discount. I can work with you on a long-term contract or something, but let's talk about something that works for 
both of us because I really do think I can help here. Or if you know like sort of the auxiliary staff of these athletes to say, hey, I really loved our discussions when we were working together to help so-and-so. I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but I do have my own business. I'm always happy to work with people who have such good collaterals that I can engage with. It's always better when we can all be on the same team. I was wondering if you know of any other athletes who might be struggling in this area that I could possibly help. You just have to have the conversation. It's super vulnerable and it feels so weird and scary the first couple of times you do it. But once you get comfortable, it becomes your automatic and it becomes the thing you do. I want you to think about, and you've heard me say this probably on the show before, how do you get in the driver's seat of this situation? You're getting the attention. You're getting the request for interviews. You're getting the acknowledgement for your role in someone else's really strong success and strong performance. If you're the boss of this business, what would the boss do with it? Because as your personal brand, you may be feeling shy, you may be feeling unsure, but the boss of this business knows what needs to happen and will do it. You just have to tune into boss mode. You asked me specifically if I thought that this was a problem with your boss mentality. You also asked if you were resistant. No, I don't think this is about resistance. I think that you fell for a lot of the crap messaging that's out there that's about building businesses. Everyone freaking preaches visibility. Everybody says, get your brand out there. Tell people who you are. Nobody's talking about what to do once the spotlight's on you and what to do when you get attention and how to respond to it. So I really want you to think about that role there, what you can do with visibility, how you can get in the driver's seat of the reaction, how you can tell the audience who finds you what to do next so you're not in that position of waiting and wondering when they might call. You're getting in the driver's seat. You're initiating the conversation. You're starting the inquiry process. You're letting people know that you're available to help. You're not just building it and hoping it they will come you're opening the door and you're letting them in now one of the things that I think might help you is a new Facebook challenge that Jessica Lorimer and I are running the easiest way to find it I can't tell from your email if you're already a member of my Facebook group but this is an open invitation for anybody who's listening to this in real time towards the end of March in 2018 to join a business challenge that we're starting next week we'll be starting it on Monday um, on identifying where you currently are in your business so you can identify what you need to do next. Your situation would be perfect for this. I don't know um, if you know the landscape of Facebook groups or challenges is particularly new to you, but you can find my group over at facebook.com forward slash choose to have it all. You can find the group there. Um, if you tag me and say, hey, Heather, you let me know about um, 
you let me know about the challenge. How can I find it? It's technically being run over in Jessica's groups, but the easiest way I can direct you is if we just connect either on email or through Facebook Messenger or something like that for you to find me. I'd be glad to have you um, in this challenge. I think we could use this very example and get you going with a really good action plan. It's totally free, open invitation. I'm, I'm hoping you'll consider taking me up on it. Thanks so much for this question. I... I totally love that through several degrees of separation, I know somebody who helped an Olympic athlete because the Olympics are like my absolute positively favorite thing. And I think your question really focused on something a lot of business owners have, this idea of what to do with visibility when it comes your way, what to do next. So I hope my answer helped. Thank you so much for writing in. Anyone else listening, if you're in a similar spot, you're feeling kind of stuck, you don't know how you're going to get to where you want to go, do consider joining that challenge. You can find it over at the Facebook group um, forward slash choose to have it all. Thanks so much for joining me today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.